control oriented. I don't want to say like control freak, but I have to be the one in charge. <laughs> So what we've actually learned from today, we've learned three things. It's what emails are. Hi, I'm Erin Velak, and I've made it my mission to interview the members of the University of Nottingham's student radio station, URN. Join me to uncover how our members got into student radio, what they're listening to in their free time, and their most iconic pieces of clothing that might make you recognise them as you're walking around campus. I want to know who they are when the mics aren't live. So let's find out. This is Off Air with URN. I am here with Liv, Liv Hughes, Olivia Hughes, whichever way you want to be called. What would you like to be? Um, you can call me anything. I get called Livy now. So Livy? Just not Livy. <laughs> not Livy is what I'm trying so to say. So what I'm hearing is you're changing your name to Livy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure everyone does that. I don't know why I've been introducing everyone with their full names. Yeah. Do you want my middle name as well? No. No? <laughs> That's too personal. Fair. <laughs> No, I, I actually have no idea what your middle name is. Do you know Come what? On. I don't think I know yours either. Mine is quite basic. Can I guess it? Yeah. What does it begin with? Starts with an E. Is it Erin? Erin Black. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Yeah. It should be. No. Um, Eve? No. I'd, um... I think it's really important to remember that um, I am from the South. It's my middle name because it's my grandma's middle name and it's my cousin's middle name. It's everyone. Elizabeth. My... Yeah. 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 And I feel like saying I'm from the South, it's like, oh, so she likes the queen. <laughs> That's what I was going for. But then I was like, wait, I can't actually say that because that gives it away. Do you, do you ever go by like Erin Betty? Like, no. No. You should do. No. Yeah. Erin Betty. <laughs> Betty. What does it start with? G. Georgia. Mm-mm. Georgina. Mm-mm. I like to say it's a quality. It's an attribute, and I'm Grace. I'm, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. It's my sister's middle name. It's it's one of those. those Olivia Grace. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, she's Maya Grace. It kind of works. Mm. I don't like that you just like first name middle name me. I felt like I was being told off by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've never been Erin Elizabeth when I get told off. Well, really? it's more as a joke. Yeah. yeah. I was when when I was little. I was always Olivia Grace. Olivia Grace. Yeah. Yeah. No one. Yeah. My sister's. She's got two middle names because me and my one of my sisters both got irish first names yeah um and so then my sister maya didn't Mm. so in order for her not to feel left out she got an irish middle name right grace is not an irish middle name (laughs) so she's maya grace because Mm -hmm. that sounds nice Mm -hmm. um and then her other middle name is cookran because that is a popular irish name that everyone (laughs) knows (laughs) and my favorite thing is um we did loads of family quizzes over covid Mm. and so we all took it in turns at asking questions and one of her questions was spell my middle name <laughs> and I don't think anyone got it right. Really? It's a bizarre name. Yeah. How do you spell it? Do you know? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot now. I think it's something like C-O-C-H-R-A-N-N. Okay. Like so cook ran. If on St. Patrick's Day, because it is St. Patrick's Day. Oh God, Day, yeah. If you've got that wrong, you need to apologise to the Irish community. <laughs> to the entire country of ireland um i'm deeply sorry um i'm also sorry that i don't have the irish spelling of erin my mum thought it was going to be too difficult to spell as a child how do you what's the irish spelling oh there are some i's and some a's and some accents in it and a double n at least (laughs) yes um you know how it's like aya yeah so that's where my name comes from yeah so it's like that with like an r-a-n-n at the end are you Irish? Is your family My Irish? grandma's Irish. 
my th- my granddad was Irish as well, yeah. but we got none of it. So my mum's maiden name was O'Connor. Yeah. Which for anyone who wants to use my personal details, <laughs> that is my mum's maiden. Yeah, maybe name. you're giving away a bit too much. Yeah. I had a lecture about that today as well. They were like, "Do not give that information out." And uh, here I am, live on off air with uh, URN. Yeah. Or is it on air? Off air. Off air. I got it right. <laughs> Edit that bit, please. No. Um. But yeah, other than O'Connor. Maybe I'll just bleep out our names. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Olivia B. (laughs) Just the whole conversation is now bleeped. It's it's all redacted, censored, (laughs) all that kind of stuff. Because that's a bit too personal, as I say. Yeah, exactly. I I do actually quite enjoy knowing people's middle names. Yeah. Because it's like your first name makes sense. It's what your parents. It's also what you identify people as. But middle name, it's like oh, Mm. so your parents think this about you yeah oh okay i love love a name that makes sense do you know what i mean like like it cohesively goes together i don't want a mouthful for like do you know what i mean for a middle name my my cousin used to have like it was like it got ridiculous in the end (laughs) he was riley shay kevin o'connor hacking or something it was like massive long yeah and if he ever gets married what are you doing with the double barrels and all that who knows really want to you... know what people who have double barrel last names if they marry someone else with a double <laughs> barrel do you go for a four barrel could you imagine imagine writing that on your gcse paper <laughs> you spent half your time writing those surnames there are only so many boxes yeah are you gonna are you gonna double barrel your name when you get married i don't think so yeah i've this is might be strange i've always hated my last name really i've grown up and i've got over that i think it's just living in england Valak is not that complicated, but it sounds French. It's not French, but it kind of also is French. Um, the LAQ at the end, people used to say it wrong all the time. And I yeah. think it's just the area I was in. Because as soon as I moved, if I moved to Europe, so everyone was like, yeah, of course it's Valak. Why would anyone get that wrong? And all my friends were like, oh, I love your surname. It's nice. It's like French. It's like interesting. It's unique. But it's, I'm like, yeah, but everyone gets it wrong. Verlaq is what yeah. I often get. I was going to say, do you get, like, Verlaquet? No, I haven't got that. Mm. But also when I say Verlac, people think I'm saying black. (laughs) What? Or, like... They do not sound similar. I know. Mm. (laughs) But if you're on the phone or something, I can forgive it. But, yeah. Yeah. A lot of issues with my last name. I've grown to love it. I've grown into it. But also I'm like, yeah, get rid of it. Don't care. (laughs) I think Hughes is so basic. It is. There's, do you know how many Olivia Hughes there are? Mm. There was, I used to frequently in first year get emails from a girl in third year with the same like full name as me. And I used to have to email her all her work and stuff all the time. That's really funny though. Because our emails were like one number separate. So they frequently. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I yeah. do quite enjoy that my uh, uni email is, it ends in EV1. Yeah. Because I'm the only one. Uh, yeah, because it's it's kind of based on you, your last two initials. I'm not guys. Yeah. I'm not going to give away my full uni email. <laughs> I got really into the uni emails and the system of how they did it for a while because I was like, why? why is why is there a why in mine? Yeah, why is there? I think it's to do with your course. But then, so uh, from my, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. <laughs> I think the begin the L is if you're an undergrad. Okay. So the L's for an undergrad. The next bit is the first letter I think of your course. Okay. And then I think the Y, X, whatever is to do with um, either when you join the uni or it's again to do with your year of study. As I say, 
I got very into this because mm-hmm. I was just really curious and I have no idea. I have no memory of how any of this worked. Mm. Lovely. Mm. So a very in-depth chat about names. Yeah. <laughs> All getting cut. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ten minutes of nonsense. No, but yeah. I'm here with Liv. Hi. Livy. Liv- no. <laughs> if you were to be Livy, mm-hmm. would you be an L-I-V-V-Y or an L-I-V-I-E? How would you do it? Do you know, it depends on the person. So it's only my family that call me Livy. Mm. And my dad's side of the family all call me L-I-V-V-Y. And then my mum and, like, my mum's side of the family, it's L-I-V-I. Oh. Yeah. So everyone's got their own take. Yeah. Interesting. But I forbid it. No one call me, <laughs> no me Livy. I do get that. I, I, I'm not really a nickname person. It's hard to come up with a name. Some people call me Eri, and that is my grandma yeah right or uh, certain members of my family and most people spell it ery but i get the occasional eri mm. which makes sense because like that is how my name's are erin yeah. but no mm-hmm. ery i will allow yeah that's that's okay that's acceptable i'm a little bit used to that yeah it'll be text from my grandma being like hi eri blah 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 blah. love mm. from grandma like Aww. she always she as all grandmas do, I think. Yeah. Writes it as if it's an email. Yeah, yeah. Writes it as if it's a letter. Signs off properly at the end. <laughs> all that stuff. But yeah. I'm going to ask you about you now. Okay, I'm excited. Would you say that's your favourite subject? What? My, my Yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. As every radio student probably yeah. says. Yeah. Um, how did you get into URN specifically, but radio as a whole? Um, so, do you know what I found the other day? It was a screenshot from before I turned up to university of societies I thought I'd be interested in. Okay. And URN was one of them. So it was on your radar for a while? This is the thing, no. So, like, I completely forgot about it by the time I turned up to university. Oh, uh, you did that, like, six months before going to uni, uh, deep dive. Yep. Yeah. I think we all did that. Yeah. <laughs> and NSTV was on there as well. Um, turned up, completely forgot it was first year so you couldn't like lockdown year yeah um, covid you couldn't really like join societies anyway so i didn't join anything and then second year i met toby whose his podcast has been released listen to that yes yeah his was last week Mm. yeah um but he so he's my housemate's boyfriend and he introduced the idea and so me and holly were mucking about in the library one day and was like um, you guys should actually do a podcast about like queer stuff if you wanted and we were like oh that'd be really interesting like because it was more radio stuff than like live shows and stuff and we were like yeah that'd be fun so we messaged Alex Duke, Alex Duke the old head of speech and he said that sounded like a great idea and then we just turned up one day and, and just did it yeah after um, some help from the lovely Eco Frenzy. I was going to say, you turned up one day and Gabby and I luckily were here because yeah. your show used to be after hours. Mm-hmm. And now it's on a Sunday. Yeah. If it happens, does it, it happen? It um, Occasionally. <laughs> we I've been very bad at doing it's it. It's been on hiatus this semester, but I know you had a few episodes last semester yeah, at least. Yeah. And they can always find the back catalogue. Yeah. <laughs> Just look the- for it. Queerest and dearest. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that the first name you came up with or did the name go through a few iterations? It did go through a few iterations. We were Rainbow Radio for a while. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. I remember that. Because mm-hmm. that used to be all your Instagram branding. Yeah. Because we, I think we like couldn't decide a name for the life of us and we just, one day when Duke was like, what are you going to do? Like, what's the show called so we can put it on system? I like flippantly just went, yeah, Rainbow Radio and we'll have that. Yeah. So it was that for, I'd say up until about Christmas of second year. And then 
after around then I remember sitting in Trent with Ava and I was like we have to change the name <laughs> so then I was looking up like um like idioms because mm. I know a lot of radio shows are like they're a pun play on words yeah so I was just looking up idioms and then I saw nearest and dearest and I was like well queerest and dearest it works and then I went with that's that nice. yeah I should have known that that's where it came from nearest and dearest did you not did you not know that I you know what I didn't quite put it together uh, I knew it felt familiar and I like the queerest and dearest like it sounds nice together yeah but now you say it I'm like yep that <laughs> that actually makes sense so there's a lot of thought that went into it yeah yeah. Would you say that um, you went through a very similar process when you named that Thursday show, that <laughs> Thursday show? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think I don't think I even had a, a touch in naming yeah. that one. I I, I came up with um, Crocs and Crosses because it was originally meant to be a sports slash pop culture yes. show, and no one liked that. So <laughs> that was it. Was originally enough. supposed to be you and Ava one week and Toby and Dom the other. Yeah. And you have never done it that way round. No, not once. No. No. Um, so, yeah. And then I think, I can't, I, do you know who came up with that Thursday show? I think it was that case of, it's on a Thursday. We haven't come up with a name yet. Mm. It's just that Thursday show. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it might have been Dom, you know. Was, I, can't, maybe I think it was Dom and Toby not being able to pick a name between <laughs> them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how that one was named. And I just sort of went, yeah, go on, then that'll do. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So what is the premise of that Thursday show nowadays? Um, it's like just any other daytime show, really, chit-chat, you know. How we have a few games. We have the, the weekly um, music theme, so we'll play songs. You like to play along, don't you? I do, I do. I do enjoy listening to them. And the past two weeks have been right up my alley, yeah. and I've got them rather quickly. I think when I do it, because... I think you've got a brain like me of very pop culture. Yes. Like, well, no. Like, I did Kids Bop one week. So the theme, is you always have to play songs of that theme. Mm. Um, so we did, I did Kids Bop songs, kids, the most popular Kids Bop covered songs or something. Yeah. And then last week, so I did, what, the one I just did was Disney. Disney Channel. Yeah, peop- So the, um, what's the word? Singers. Mm. The artists had all been on Disney Channel or yeah. one of the members of the band had or something like that. Yeah. Which I got, obviously, clearly but quite quickly because yeah. i am disney obsessed yeah disney channel was my life <laughs> it was it you know what it was i was umming and ahhing because obviously you were on air doing the show me and alexa were listening in and i do really recommend listening in just to even if you just listen to a snippet of the music and get okay they've done this song you can write it down a little piece of paper and mm. come up with the theme it's exactly the kind of quiz stuff i love to do <laughs> i do really recommend it um and it was when I saw because I could see in the system what you planned to come up next Mm. and there was Dove Cameron Sabrina Carpenter and I was like hmm Mm. I know all of these people Mm. and before that I'd already got that it was probably they were all actors I'd already clocked that and then as soon as I was like these are all Disney actors Mm. it was very funny and I said that to Alexa um and Toby and Mm. then I told you that because you came out a little bit later and you went Yeah. yeah that's the answer and then Alexa was like what's the answer? I was like, Alexa, I just told you I'm not telling you again. She's like, but what's the answer? I was like, you don't listen. <laughs> I, it was it, fun. It feels nice to how like involved you guys get in it though. Yeah. Because it's fun. Like I, I listen to the Erin and Joe show, especially at work I used to put it on and it's quite fun like getting involved and like... It used to be at such a good time. Yeah. Now no one listens because it's at 9am. Yeah. No one's awake. We've got plans to maybe move it. Ooh. Ooh. As soon as I stop having lectures, there are free <laughs> slots. But during those slots, I have two hours of lectures, and I'm like, yeah. I can't justify skipping lectures for a radio show. 
you know how often I do that? <laughs> no, because uh, I'm skipping all my other lectures that week anyway. Yeah, so like, those <laughs> Mondays are the only ones I go to. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't skip all of my three lectures a week. One one a week maybe, but yeah. Um, but have you enjoyed that being on that Thursday show? I really quite enjoy it. I did, I I turned up less last term because I think I was having. You're working as well. I was I working quite it. a lot, and um, it coincided with some tutorials, mm. or you know, having not prepared for a tutorial that was later that day, sort of thing. Um, but this time I've been a lot better at turning up, and sometimes it's just like the only opportunity to see. Like I see Toby a lot less sometimes now, so then it's a nice opportunity to see Toby and Dom, who I'll see less because we're all focused on dishes and stuff. Yeah. So that awful part of getting towards the end of third year yeah which we just don't like to talk about mm. i don't have a dish i know <laughs> do you have like a big project instead or just no just busy modules. learning laws just busy learning laws that's yeah it. <laughs> have you enjoyed your degree coming towards the end um oh, is it I, you've enjoyed it enough if i could go back and change it i would have what would you do instead english probably okay um but I don't know. I feel like I really enjoy learning the content of law, but I, I find it entirely stressful coming to exams. Mm. I don't feel good enough or dedicated enough to like be into it because I think law students are so law student-y. Yes. Yeah. They seem quite um, motivated, I think mm. is the best word. Very motivated, yeah. very on it, yeah. um, very ready to dedicate their life and their social life to learning it yeah and they'll all you either have like all law friends or no law friends and i like i have a few law friends but like then it's not my primary friendship group me neither yeah <laughs> i mean it's pure coincidence that toby does economics as well mm. if it wasn't for toby i think i've got a couple friends but i know them because i play volleyball yeah. i don't know them from my degree literally which is <laughs> just I've, i there's people i've met otherwise that's like oh you do my degree rather than I've made friends through it again it's that sort of there's a group that's really intense Mm -hmm. and love it but yeah have you had any types of law or like modules in particular that you've enjoyed um I think we've had more freedom to pick this this year so I've really enjoyed doing we did um creation of common law which is sort of like a a legal history module I think I remember speaking to you about that and it was oh that guy had a funny name it was like the history of property rights or something. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember one day being in the studio and you explained this whole thing to me. It was like oh, a whole yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Like about... Um, Willem the Elder or something. Yeah. Um, it was the Font Hill Letter, which yeah. if anyone's a law buff, go in there. <laughs> go and read that, I guess. And was... if you're not, I highly recommend. It was very interesting. Oh, yeah. It was so interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, it was about... like the f- It was the first ever example of like um law being written down mm. and tradition being written down because normally they passed it orally but this was a letter about like who had the rights to a certain land or something it was yeah. i can't say all of it was interesting but i actually quite enjoyed learning like how where like law comes from and stuff but other than that i really enjoyed like um criminal law you know the typical <laughs> classic mm. bit is that what motivated you to go into law in the first place i always said i wanted to do human rights but human rights isn't what it advertises itself to be so like you go into the law thinking i'm gonna change the world and human rights law is actually like okay well i'm going to agree with this international party to do this thing before i can actually like you know Uh, create any sort of a lot more complicated and actually you can't really do anything yeah exactly 
great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh well. Yeah. But um, criminal law, I do, like, that is probably, if I was going to do law, I'd do, like, sort of criminal law. Yeah. Is your le- law journey coming to an end? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a very quick, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was done, like, second year, start of second year. <laughs> but fair enough. Wanted to push through, just get it done. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy the content. I just don't, I'm not like, I don't love it. And I think you sort of have to love it to keep going. Yeah. So. What about you with economics? I'm, I would say you've pretty much summed up how I feel. When I actually, <laughs> I'm immersed in the content, I find it really interesting. And I remember why I picked the degree in the first place. Mm. Do I go out my way to search what's going on in the stock market? No. <laughs> Do I care? No. Mm-hmm. I don't like financial economics at all. That is the big a sort of pathway you can go into or you can go work for the government things like that but again I haven't found those interesting so actually the kind of economics I enjoy would be more do research and I am not doing <laughs> research absolutely not no no because I've found that the kind of economics I enjoy is behavioral economics yeah which is sort of like psychology you do a load of experiments with people um, and you see what they do very theoretical it's considered still a new branch of economics because it's only about 20 years old or something i think it became big in the 90s um and political economics which is not quite politics but it's kind of how it all sort of ties in there is a lot of overlap with politics and economics um but yeah those bits i've enjoyed and those are probably the least economicsy bits i could find (laughs) apart from behavioral which becomes very very mathsy but Mm. it's as i say there all the all the different bits that are kind of drawing from other aspects or development economics which again very geography based yeah yeah so yeah i'm done been done with it for a long time Mm -hmm. um i think back to first year when i wanted to drop out and i was like oh do i want to drop out because i hate my degree or is it because i hate covid Mm. and i reasoned with myself that it was probably covid if i could be in person i would probably enjoy it I had a very good plan to switch my degree at the end of first year yeah. to economics and, and politics mm. or economics and history or something else, whatever they'd let me do, so mm. I could get rid of all the maths. Yeah. Never sent that email. And I remembered that the other week and I've been kicking myself ever since. <laughs> do you know I had that plan as well? I nearly dropped out at the end of first year. And when I was a bit like, had a rough experience first year, I think. Yeah. Um. So then I was like a bit done with Nottingham as a place okay and I was gonna like transfer and go back to Manchester or sort of Sheffield Mm. I think sort of seeking places where I already had like community and stuff yeah you had a foundation or people you knew did you know Mm. anyone who goes to Nottingham when you came um I knew or is it you knew of people I had so Tom's my friend and he does law we knew each other from college um and we like he's my only like I'd say close friend other than that I don't really know anyone but yeah I partially chose Nottingham because I knew no one really I just was so done with Mm. everyone I went to school with I now love them all again but at that moment in time (laughs) I was very stressed and so done with everyone I was like I don't want to know anyone I want to go find a whole new group of friends yeah a whole new community and all that and then COVID yeah made that a bit tricky yeah (laughs) but yeah but you feel like you've come out well in the end yeah. Are you glad you didn't drop out? Yeah, I think... Glad yeah, like, enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard because, like... So, like, if I'd have dropped out, I wouldn't have done law anymore. Mm. And I think I probably would have had, like... I would have um, perhaps enjoyed my degree a bit more mm. and, like, got more value out of my degree, I believe. But, like, 
do I regret it? Because like I've met some of the most amazing people in the two years after. Yes. Like I don't regret that at all. So. I know you've had, that's that. Yeah. As I say, very much. I think a lot of people in our year felt like that. Yeah. First year was rough on all of us, mm-hmm. um, especially being in first year and not knowing stuff. People who were in second, third year, it was frustrating, but they had that sort of community feel already and they could, you know, support each other. Whereas we were like, guys, <laughs> I don't know you very well, but it's really tough just being inside all the time. <laughs> Literally, that sort of experience. Yeah. But I'm glad it's good now. Yeah. Same, same for you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I kind of want to go a little bit back to radio mm-hmm. and talk about, you say you were interested or well, you had been maybe interested in URN NSTV. Did you have a lot of experience with student um, with doing media, which at the time made you look into student media, or was it just like a that's random, that sounds fun? I think that the latter. Like, yeah, I I hadn't had any experience with media of any form. I like used to maybe make home videos with my sister when I was younger, like every kid does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were you the director or the directee? I was the director. I'm, I'm older a, sister. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get a bit like um, control oriented. I don't want to say like control freak, but I have to be the one in charge. <laughs> As an older sister, yeah. 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 Because she just wouldn't do it right. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I had two people to boss around. Exactly. It's more I had fun. Two isn't little it? sisters. It's so much fun. Mm. Oh, the amount of things I put them through. Because yeah. I'd be like, no, guys, I can't be on camera. Because you don't know how it works. Literally. But then I wanted to be the star and the director. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like, wanted... You're my background dancer. <laughs> Literally. There's a video of me and my sister and we're like sort of lip syncing a performance to Rockstar by Nickelback. Oh. And so I'm filming it, directing my sister. She's got, do you remember Paper Jam's guitars? Yeah. She has one of them like sort of strumming along, like singing the main bit. And then do you know the ad libs where it's like, um, I don't think we're picking up, but if you can hear in the background people singing, I don't know. I'm actually too scared to go ask them to shut up. <laughs> Do you want me to? No, it's fine. I don't <laughs> think it's being picked up. But anyway, the guitars. Yeah, so she was like strumming along, lip syncing to doing the main bits, basically. And the ad-libs, do you know what it's like, tell me what you really want. That bit. <laughs> I would flip the camera and it's another <laughs> shot of me being like, tell me what you really Like you can't, you can't see because we're recording, but I'm like proper pulling faces and stuff. Oh, I love it. As yeah. you should. As you should. Yeah. I think maybe that is the start of your media career. Oh, yeah. yeah. I fell in love with the camera at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any intentions of um, continuing media? I'm not... Don't worry. I'm not doing that thing of everyone you probably know goes, so what are you doing next year? <laughs> and you go, don't, don't ask yet. Um, but is media on your radar? Yeah, I think I'm far more um, interested in going into like a media role than like a law role mm. for my future. I think... I, I quite like being so like being head of speech. I quite liked the managerial aspect of it, and I'm sort of interested in going to, into that rather than carrying on being on radio because yeah. not yeah. the um, what's the word being like more manager rather than being the content being the mm-hmm. for lack of a better word the talent. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's because you're an older sister who's used to directing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because uh, I, I love talking and I love being on radio, but very much I'm the same sort of. Actually, I like being in charge. Yeah, literally. I think, do you know the TikToks, that that TikTok war we, me and you got into with Q&D and um, yeah, yes. Aaron and Joshua? Basically, I got incredibly scared. I, I, like, I love 
doing radio and I think because there's sort of a a vague like um anonymity to it yes that's a hard word to say anonymity um, especially student radio when you know most of the time you know who's listening you yeah. know them by name they're your friends they're your yeah. family things like that yeah yeah but then TikTok's going out to the world mm. um I can't do that and I think that's like to to be in media now you have to be like your own personal brand mm. and I feel slightly too terrified to like it's scary to put myself out there yeah 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 i mean my first tiktok comment that we got was a hate comment <laughs> what was it again it was something along the lines of um i wouldn't listen i've never heard you speak but I'd, i wouldn't listen to you talk for two hours <laughs> do you prefer doing live radio or recorded stuff because i know you've done some podcasts of Chris mm. and dearest which format have you found works do you prefer do you know, I think the better Q&D episodes for like like serious structure and stuff happen in the podcast room because mm. you can have that ability to edit and I think you feel a bit more relaxed and but also it gives you the freedom to invite who you want on because again, you can edit them and stuff. Whereas I find the live shows more fun because that's when we tend to muck about a bit more. And, yeah. yeah, and also I feel like I don't quite get the adrenaline anymore, but there mm. is, it is still there in the background. Mm, yeah sort of like oh going live it's yeah. such a fun feeling and like as i say i've done it so much i've mm. been on s you're in at this point need to they need to kick me off <laughs> i have monopolized the station with my voice mm. i'm on every ident <laughs> i am on every single i'm on all the seo idents nice. and i've got the aaron and joe show with the <laughs> da, 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 at the end you're which famous. everyone hates no it's great you're famous i like to think so <laughs> do you get um this is something I found quite weird. I get quite nervous doing it in front of Lottie now. I don't, like, hosting. Do you get it in front of Dom? It's... I think I've done quite a lot of radio with him now that it's okay. Mm. But at the same time, I very much... It depends which one of us is hosting. So it'll be one of our shows and the other ones come on. Yeah. If he's hosting, I'm completely fine with it. I answer his questions, do that, I leave up to him. If I'm hosting... I get a lot more like, no, yeah, no, don't look at me, yeah. no, don't touch that. Mm -hmm. You know what? Just don't speak. You know, what? actually, <laughs> actually, just, just don't listen. Yeah, go outside. <laughs> don't go outside. Turn it all off. Don't listen, and we'll be good. But yeah, do you find a lot of pressure? Yeah, I think because so we do the polls together, and I don't ever get nervous about that. But that's because it's her show. Yes, and like she's hosting, and it doesn't like bother me. Whereas when it's been like that Thursday show, I'm hosting and she's on as a guest. I'm like, I sweat the whole time. Because mm. you have to feel, you feel like you're, are you trying to impress that sort of mm. thing? I feel, yeah. I think maybe because she could give the most brutal review. <laughs> like your friends are going to be so nice. Like, oh, you did a great job. Yeah. Whereas your partner's definitely going to be afterwards like, mm, did you need to say that? <laughs> I know. Dom is very good in um, reviewing my stuff. <laughs> he's not mean at all. And I, I, I that sounded like he, he's an ass to me. He's not. He's lovely. Um, if there's something, you know, not necessarily wrong, but if there's something that is actually worth noting, he'll let me know. And he's very comfortable. And I do the same thing to him. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like he asks me to listen. To, I think it's because we're both so heavily involved in radio yeah. that we know it's not personal. We know it's just the other person trying to help. So like he's to ask me before to listen to Sticky Wickets and review it and yeah. like tell me his thoughts, my thoughts. Um, 
Yeah, my main takeaway from the episodes of Sticky Wickets, which I think is hilarious, and I actually haven't told Toby this, and I probably should, mm. is that Toby delivers jokes in such a deadpan voice, <laughs> it takes me like five seconds to realise he said a joke. Literally. And then I'm like, that was strange of Toby to say. I'm like, he's kidding. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's just yeah. so convincing in the way he says it. Mm-hmm. I think it's our entire friendship group. Well, yes. Like, you like... I think other people have noted that it takes a second to, like, understand that we're at... Like, I've come away from jokes from my friendship group and been like, oh, my God, they hate me. <laughs> and then, like, it's not actually... Like, they're just, you know... It's all fine in the end, but... Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I think, like, just to clarify as well, Lottie's never been like, you were horrible in that. She's always incredibly supportive, but it's the fear that they could, like... They could be they, me, yeah. 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 It's quite vulnerable. Mm, Being yeah. on air is quite vulnerable. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I think also it helps that I've done a lot of radio with Joe, and especially in the early days, it was um, Joe Bullies Erin was the content, <laughs> <laughs> and then it started being um, Live Bullies Erin and Joe, and Erin and Joe <laughs> bully her back. When you were listening, I remember oh, yeah. we used to be on a Monday. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, we've never been on a Monday. I no. keep telling people the Erin and Joe show is <laughs> on a Monday. It's never been on a Monday. It was. It was oh, on a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Three yeah. to five on a Tuesday. Yeah. I keep saying it was on a Monday. Keep calling it Monday. Yeah, and then it would be. It was very funny. I would enjoy that. Yeah, just a message in, didn't I? Yeah. Be like, oh, you suck. I'd be like, thanks, Liv. But then you guys used to bully me back. Yeah, we did. We did. We were awful. (laughs) You know what? Again, I think I should be taken off air. Yeah. Off air with your end. Off air. (laughs) Finally (laughs) cancelled. No, can't cancel me. sticking around maybe i'll be here next year i'm supposed to be here next year maybe maybe i'll leave urine maybe i'll go to fly yeah do it i'm actually really tempted really make my mark Mm. but then here you could be committee which i don't know if you want to do i'm not sure i can they change the rules yeah 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 yikes (laughs) run for fly committee yeah go for it i dare you go for the rival the only thing is we've got better tech yeah and we're bigger yeah. But then, again, like, you could take all URN's knowledge and just take it to... Two to fly. Yeah. Shh. I don't think we've ever had a defector because you can stay no, as an associate yeah. member. Yeah. And I don't think you're allowed to be part of both. Mm. Interesting. I wonder, like, it would have been interesting if, like, someone had defected. I wonder what will happen. I'm going to... I'm not staying next year, but I'm going to keep in contact saying... Yeah. Go to fly. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Hmm. And I'll do, like, a little behind-the-scenes report. <laughs> Off Air with Fly Life, my new <laughs> podcast. Guys, original idea. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I would love it so much. The only thing with calling it Off Air with URN is it is stuck to URN now. Yeah. But I kind of would love it if I just went and interviewed random people. But you could do, you could change it to Off Air with Erin. Yeah, but there's someone else who has a podcast called Off Air with, and it's the name of the um, host. I came up with the name all by myself. Mm. I would just like to say that. And I was really proud of myself <laughs> because there were some other iterations of the name that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I feel like we're talking about me. That's not the point. <laughs> 40 minutes of Erin. No, 40 <laughs> minutes of Liv. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you your specialist subject. We've mm-hmm. come to that point. I'd say about 20 minutes because we've been recording for 40. Mm-hmm. But maybe 15, 20 minutes of this is good content (laughs) maybe if we're lucky um so yeah if you were going on mastermind or something like that what do you think would be your specialist subject i think doctor who 
Okay. Any specific doctor, any specific years? I think I definitely modern Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had to pick one specific season, probably David Tennant and Catherine Tate, I would say. Is that his first season, wasn't it? It's his third. Third. Yeah. Oh, she at the end, Catherine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think probably that that's the one I've seen the most, mm. I think. Either that or if I could pick specific episodes. This is really, like, nerdy. But Matt Smith and um, Jenna Coleman's episodes. Oh, love them. Yeah. That's the Doctor Who I got into. I don't like Matt Smith that much. This is controversial. That is quite. Yeah. I thought he was lovable. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't think his writing was that good. You know what it was? I probably just love Jenna Coleman. Yeah. And I just... that That's what it is for me. A bit obsessed with her, to be fair. She's great. Yeah. And then she was in... Um, Young Victoria. I loved that. I show. was obsessed with that. Do you know Rufus Sewell who played Lord Mountbatten or something? Yeah. He was like her old advisor. Yes. Fancied him <laughs> massively. <laughs> um, but you know what? You had told me beforehand that you someone had told you your answer was a bit basic. I think it's a perfect answer. Thank you. Would you have expected that of me? That I'd be a big Doctor Who fan. I wouldn't have come up with it by myself, but as soon as you said it, it made sense. Yeah. It's one of those ones that I wouldn't... I don't know who a Doctor Who fan is, looks like. There was a few. Yeah. I think it's just like... You, it's one of those shows that you grow up with. Mm. And then you like... like For me, it always came at like... I always rewatched it at like quite pivotal moments in my life. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it like relieved quite a lot of stress and stuff. Was it a big um, show you watched with your family or was it just um, you that hit the interest well i think a bit of both so like when we were young we would always watch it as a family but then i started rewatching it in like year six mm. and then it was just me and then every like sort of few years i get re-into it yeah and then recently i rewatched it and my dad and my sister were watching it with me very nice, nice yeah. how have you felt about the newer doctors so if you say david turn's been your favorite mm-hmm. matt smith he was all right yeah who's after matt smith was jodie whittaker no peter capaldi mm-hmm. yeah and then Jodie. And then Jodie. And then Shooty Gat was yes. the new one. Yeah. Who? And then Christopher Eccleston's the first one to go yes. back to the start. Yeah. Now you know them all. Now you do, yeah. <laughs> all of them. Um, but have you found the newer Doctors? Um, do you find it harder to get into because you don't have the nostalgia uh, aspect of it? Mm, I don't know. Because, like, I... So I didn't watch Peter Capaldi's at the time of him a bit coming out because I was just, like... It wasn't one of the phases where I was massively into it. Yeah. But then he's my new... He's my favourite Doctor. So, like, David Tennant's the one I watch for nostalgia, okay. but I think Capaldi's storylines are way better and the writing's incredible. I think Jodie Whittaker I, it's hard because I, like, you so want to be into it, but I think the writing is terrible. <laughs> like, I... Um, big Chris Chibnall, who wrote that, that season, the seasons that she's done, um, wrote did Broadchurch as well. Okay, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. Like, great TV show, but... He just did terrible, terrible TV for Whitaker's season. I feel like it's not her character that I didn't warm to. I really liked her character, what her character was doing. It was mm. some of the side characters in that first season. Because mm. I only watched the first season of yeah. her um, Doctor Who ship. Because I was really interested. I'd watched a lot of Matt Smith, a little bit of Peter Capaldi, um, but kind of gone off it. And then, yeah, it was the Jodie Whitaker one. I was like, okay, let's see what she's up to. Mm. Well, give it a season. And yeah. I think, oh, what's his name? Martin. The, who hosts yeah. The Chase. Yeah. He, um, I love him as a presenter. Mm-hmm. 
And although his character was kind of funny, hmm. it was it was not always the vibes. No, I think it was too many companions. Mm. Like I, at at most, I want two. Mm. Like in in the companionship, I quite like the dynamic of it being the doctor and his companion, like one person. Yeah, and I like that. Like um, when what's her name, Amy, and it, then Rory was kind of. Yeah dragged along for half of it. I yeah. really enjoyed that sort of dynamic. Yeah, or like um, Rose and Mickey in, yeah. in the early seasons and stuff. Like I, I enjoy like, or like Rose's mother, I enjoy a cameo, but I think, because he was Graham, wasn't it? The character was called. Something like that. Um, I didn't enjoy being dragged along for all of it. It felt a bit weird. I would have I enjoyed it if he was there. Like every so often is like a long-term cameo. Yeah. Like couple episodes here and there when it makes sense, but not every episode. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They had some w- like I swear one of the episodes they fight consciousness <laughs> as an entity. It was it, I think they were just trying entirely too hard. Yeah, going a bit um I don't know. Mm-hmm. Going a bit abstract. Mm. And sometimes you need to see the mm-hmm. demons or whatever they are. What's your favorite Doctor Who episode, do you think? Ooh. I don't know if I have a favorite episode because I don't know if I've watched it enough to specifically remember. Mm. But I do kind of generally, I really enjoyed the stuff with Amy and Rory. Was she, was she called Amy? Yeah. Amy and Rory. That was Matt Smith, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed them. And I also loved, love, love Clara. Yeah. So that whole thing, it was more than I enjoyed the companions as well. Yeah. So I think they, they're what make or break it for me. Mm. As much as the Doctor has to be good, but I think they're really good at casting the Doctors. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to the new shooty. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to his take on all of it. Yeah. Are you excited? Very, very excited. Are you going to be like on it and watching it every week? Because mm-hmm. I think shooty brings something entirely different. Mm. I think a lot of the Doctors... So from Eccleston to Capaldi, it was so stereotypically Doctor Who. And I think with Jodie Whittaker, they like pushed the belt out because it was a woman. But then I think... There's so much more they could have done with that. Whereas I think Shuti will not be afraid to um, sort of push the boundaries and yeah. and accurately portray his perception of Doctor Who. But also, Russell T. Davis is coming back for the writing. Oh, is he? Yeah. So he did Tenants. Mm, he's era. he's the only person kind of I know as being a writer on the show. Yeah. He's so the one you've heard of. Yeah. It was him then Stephen Moffat who. Oh, I do actually know he did. <laughs> and then Chris Chibnall. Yeah. And then it's back to Russell T. Davis. So. I think that'd be really exciting. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it'll be. As much as I never know who they're going to cast for like things like this, like Doctor Who or James Bond, we love a we love a character that stays the same, and then a new actor to take their spin on it. As yeah. I think, as a, as a nation, because we like the familiarity of it all. Yeah. Um, but I think every person they've kind of cast recently, particularly Jodie and Shooty, who mm. are maybe controversial castings, mm. they've got that little like mischievous spark. They've mm-hmm. got that sort of like glimmer of hope that yeah. I think is going to hopefully come across really well. Because mm-hmm. as I say, I did love Jodie. And the companions, Northern. Woo-hoo. Northern. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen... Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, be excited. <laughs> Have you seen um, the... So they're doing a... I think it's a sixth year special. It's actually... David Tennant's coming back. Donna Noble's coming back, yeah. who is Catherine Tate. And their daughter, Donna Noble's daughter in it, is um, the actress who plays Yaz in Heartstopper. Yeah. Oh. Is it, have I got Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the character's called Yaz, or maybe the actress is called Yaz. I can't remember. L. I think L. She's, the actress is called, 
The is, actress is called Yaz and the character is called Elle. Elle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I, now, as soon as you said that, I do. I think it was the 50th episode, you know, where they had the three doctors. Mm-hmm. I loved that episode. I was obsessed with that episode. I watched that so many times. It was great. So maybe I do have a favourite episode. Mm-hmm. I love a crossover. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, so Doctor Who is a good choice. Thank you. And you know what? You clearly know a lot about it, so I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's boring and basic. Thank you. No one else has said it. Exactly. I'm just obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a backup suggestion? I think quite a lot of people probably would have expected me to say Drag Race. Mm. Because I was infamous for that last year. I loved a bit of Drag Race. But I've fallen out of love with it, I think. Oh, no. I'm having a break, yeah. And then other than that, I probably would have said some really boring lore or history thing. That is boring. I I, I prefer when people don't pick something to do with their degree. Because I'm like, you're not supposed to know this. It's supposed (laughs) to be fun. Yeah. Maybe I would have done like, I don't know. Maybe if I had the chance to learn before a mastermind subject. Yes, I I I give people a grace week of a grace period of about two weeks. What to like gather information? Because yeah. you know, I don't expect you to know it all off the cuff. You know, you you prepared to go on the show, things like that. So you can have yeah. kind of two weeks to cram as much in as you can. I think I'd either picked a, a history topic like the Elizabethan period, or do you know something? Yeah. Vote, vote. Rogue. Rogue, there we go, got there. Or I would have done another pop culture thing and picked like Taskmaster or... Oh, that would be such a fun one. Or like Eurovision or something. Yeah, yeah. love a bit of Eurovision. Excited mm. for it being in the UK? Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. My ends. I was going to say, must be near where you're from. North is all <laughs> one big... Yeah, yeah, we're like right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I'm halfway between Manchester and Liverpool, so... yeah. Yeah, I actually am quite close. <laughs> it's actually kind of your end. Yeah, it's lovely, lovely. Are you going to be able to go at all, go up to Liverpool, experience I didn't get it? Tickets. Fair. I Do you try? It, uh, no, because I, I heard it was awful. Busy. Yeah. I think it's around the time I'm busy, I think. I don't oh, know. When is it? Do you know? I think it's end of April normally. Well, then exam yeah. period. Actually, I'm going Harry Styles, though. You are? Yeah. Fun. I Which know. one? London. Which one? I don't know. Ah. My mum got the ticket and she got a spare one and she said, do you want to come? And I said, yeah, go on then. I might be going to one in London. Yeah. Because my friend was going to go with her boyfriend and then her boyfriend broke up with her. Ah. But mm. it's either during exam period or just after. I think it's like the 12th of June or something yeah. like that. So I think it's 14th or 15th. Yeah. Two days, but I don't one know. of those. So I might be going. I've told mm. her if she can't find anyone else, I might be able to do it, but if someone else wants to go let them go because i'll be in the middle of exams yeah or at least my mind will be yeah fried so dead <laughs> after exams only like a week of just lying in bed doing nothing just <laughs> recovering <laughs> how's your what's your favorite way to recover from exams um what's your good de-stressing kind of i don't know i'm not i'm not in- incredibly great at de-stressing or like <laughs> just continue the stress yeah i actually do get a bit more stressed after exams have finished because i think i build myself up so much yeah and then i just the panic continues um and then you've got nothing to direct the panic to, into yeah, no. i think um i went on holiday after january exams went to ireland for a few days and that was great just like completely chilling um yeah. i like a bath but apparently that's wrong <laughs> Wrong to have a bath? Yeah. A bath, sorry. A bath, yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. I'm in the Midlands, I'll call it a bath. Because <laughs> um, apparently it's sitting in your own dirt water, but I don't believe in that principle. I 
think if you think of it as sitting in your own dirt water that says a lot more about you you yeah. must be mucky exactly <laughs> what kind of mucky human <laughs> is sitting in water that they know is grimy exactly <laughs> like i'm not having a bath to clean myself i'm having a bath to yeah. relax maybe have a shower before and then have a yeah you know, if you're particularly concerned yeah but i'm never that concerned i just want the bubbles and the, yeah. and even I, after a bath i feel like you have to shower yourself down anyway yeah do you feel like um do you go all out with a bath I have a bath probably once every year or every two years, so yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I get a bath bomb, bubbles up. Oh, love it. I'm having, I have candles lit. I Lovely. go the full shebang, yeah. Yeah, we, oh, um, we've we just moved house, which is lovely at home, because we used to have a bath, but it was the smallest bath on the planet. It was tight, genuinely the smallest. My mum asked him to find the smallest bath he could, <laughs> the guy who did our bathroom why uh because we didn't have a bath and then my mum thought we don't have a bath in this house we should have a bath no one's used it or if they have it's tiny and it's a bit like cramped in it Mm. it's probably about the size of this sofa there's no room Mm. to lie down Mm. you can't like it's not wide it's very skinny um and yeah it's just ruined the showering experience because we used to have a lovely like sort of big space for the shower yeah it was almost like a wet room sort of thing where it was like a long a long here would was just shower mm-hmm. and it was like shower floor and all that and you could walk into it and i was like oh nice i feel like a fancy shower no then became bath and then no one used it and it was like well that was good use of money <laughs> yeah but we've moved house now and there is a bath again <laughs> a big one i haven't tried it i'm not sure it's much different but <laughs> i will have to i'll get around to that yeah it's technically my sister's bathroom yeah. so let, you, let your listeners know on the next one. Say, so I had a lovely bath, actually. Yeah, once I've gone home, I'll go, hey, guys, so over Easter, I had a bath, and wasn't it wonderful? I'll go, no, it's still small and cramped. <laughs> Do you sit there and think other people think I shouldn't be having a bath? I Do you have, like, a bit of an ex- existential crisis yeah. in the bath now? Yeah, I, get, I feel shamed, honestly. <laughs> I used to love a bath, but now I'm a bit, like, conscious. Yeah, of- ruins the experience. Yeah. Should people just shouldn't comment on other people's bathing experiences. <laughs> people just shouldn't speak. Yeah, full stop. To each other, to anyone, just no. Ban. Unless it's my podcast, then. Yeah. Hey, and if you want to come on my podcast, let me know. Yeah. One of the other questions I like to ask ask all my listeners mm. is, what is your most iconic outfit or item of clothing? I would say m- probably my leather jacket. Okay. Do you know? Do you know which one I'm on I about? I do think I know which one you're on about. You did say you were going to steal it from me. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> Therefore, it's iconic because I know the one you're talking about. That's yeah. how I. That's how I gauge it. If someone <laughs> says something, I'm like, No, you've never worn that. Can't be iconic. <laughs> but I got it seven pounds at a charity shop in. Um, that's a lovely price. Yeah, and it's lovely, oversized. Mm. It's it is warm enough that like if I wore a hoodie under it in winter, I wouldn't be freezing. Mm. And it's light enough that if I wore it in the summer, I probably wouldn't boil either. Oh, that's lovely. Very good mix. It's got a good utility as well because it's got lots of pockets. <sighs> I'm, it's like I'm trying to sell it to you, but I'm not giving it to you. Well. Who's to say you're giving it? <laughs> I still maintain stealing is on the car. No, absolutely not. <laughs> if it goes missing, it wasn't me. <laughs> like to put that out there on air. <laughs> I see you rocking about in the, in the Guys just got a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought it at this charity shop. It was God. like, 
probably, I don't know, £10. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit less than £10. <laughs> Cost of living crisis, it's probably gone up. It's got it's got these keys in it, actually. They get into a house. Yeah. Don't know where the house could be. <laughs> if I had to take a guess, maybe Allington. Yeah. Maybe try around there. Yeah. Could say your address on air, but I've decided not to. Oh, thank you. I was like, do I even say your road? Yeah. Mm, maybe yeah. I'll bleep it. Yeah. I do enjoy bleeping. You should bleep it. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I love the fact that I bleeped um, Jack's perfume. Not perfume. Cologne. Why? Why can't we just call it perfume, men? <laughs> right. I actually have a gripe with this. Why can it not just be called perfume? Yeah. Why can I not call it man perfume? Man perfume. They should get a grip and let it become Some perfume. people get annoyed when I call it man perfume. <laughs> Well then, grow up Literally. and call it perfume. I wear what would typically be called cologne all the time. Yeah. Why is it not just perfume? Like it's yeah. the same thing. I think it's about where it's from. Yeah. In the sense of like back in the day, cologne was from cologne. Yeah. And perfume. There's a place in France where apparently perfume originated. Oh, interesting. Which I've been to. We're gonna go to the perfume museum, but it was shut that day. It's like how there's a difference between oh, you or de parfum. Yeah, and eau de toilet. Eau de toilet. Yeah. yeah. One of them, I think, is like intense and one of them is more a spray. Yeah. Couldn't tell you which is which. <laughs> I love it. What have we delved into this episode? It's <laughs> emails, <laughs> how emails exist, and also the, the origins of perfume. <laughs> hey, oh, we've reached the one hour mark and, you know, five minutes of content still? Yeah. No, I've asked about your degree. I've done all the important questions. Yeah. One thing I want to ask you, and then I will ask you the final questions because I do realise that people have things to do in their day. <laughs> Not me. And I'm actually scared that the SU people, uh, election stuff, might actually want some of this equipment. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to ask you before I ask you the last two questions is radio related. I know, I like to keep bringing it back to a bit of radio. Um you do a daytime show and you've done a culture show, mm-hmm. speech show. Mm-hmm. Which format do you think is your favourite and which stereotype do you think you fall more into? I fall more into culture stereotype. I prefer daytime's structure. Lovely. Because I, I am I culture? Is is everything I do based on culture? Absolutely. Um and like even talking on that Thursday show it's always it's pop, pop culture, culture yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I definitely prefer the less structured, less. I feel like there's so much pressure if you've got a culture show to be informative and. Yes. Yeah. And oh, eco frenzy, love it to bits. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. Literally, guys, I actually don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> and especially with like Q and D, there's always so much pressure to like, be like correct about everything. And I guess you'll feel it with eco-frenzy as well, right? Like, yeah. you, you don't want to get the information wrong. But I can imagine it's a lot more pressure when you're talking about people's identities because that's a lot more personal. Yeah. If, you know, if I get a fact wrong about the environment, whoop-de-woo. <laughs> I got it wrong. Who's actually realistically going to fact-check me? <laughs> we do make sure that we are what we're saying is correct to the best of our knowledge. Yeah. So that's kind of the best we can do. But I do 100% understand what you mean, and it must be, as I said, it must be even worse for you guys. It's, it's fun it's but then like i enjoy it because i enjoy like and it's the my proudest content is always q and a yeah because it's the one i put effort into research and i feel like i'm i'm community um i'm contributing to my community and stuff and putting stuff out that i'm like like i said proud of but i definitely feel way more relaxed doing the daytime show which is just chit chat nice. show up 
you know it's a nice kind of lull in the day to yeah. have some social time <laughs> listen to some music have a bit of fun yeah what would you say is the culture uh the stereotype for culture a d- a gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke, isn't it? That yeah. everyone in speech is a bit, bit fruity. Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. A bit, sorry, I'll, I'll correct myself if we're not. Um, <laughs> a bit queer, which is an accepted term. Yes. Okay, there we go. Um, I think I was talking to Gabby about this and she was saying, the other thing about speech in particular, so not sport, not news, mm-hmm. is that you have a special interest. That yeah. is literally the whole point. Yeah. And it never crossed my mind before. Yeah. that we have a special interest like the gaming show or um musical theater show whatever it is yeah. they they have a special interest and they want to share that with people mm-hmm. and create a community through that which i think is beautiful poetic and it's it's interest beyond music as well which mm. a lot of radio can be interest within music which isn't a bad thing no but i think a lot of what we do and quite a lot of the podcast as well it's all about like fostering um an extracurricular interest or something um yeah yeah have you listened to a lot of yeah i I used to i mean it is partly your job yeah i to be fair everyone that comes through i try and listen to at least one just to like gauge if they're um you know struggling or or whatever um self-care sofa i quite like i really like them yeah they're so lovely yeah yeah both of them are really nice and i know quite a lot of people they know actually which is strange that is bizarre yeah what i said that is bizarre yeah and you should listen to Northerners Take Knots. Not that I like... I've seen... Yeah. I don't know who it is, but I have seen their Instagram and it's on my... I know, It's one of those ones that I never think... When I'm going through podcasts that I forget to look mm. at them. But every time I see their Instagram, I go, oh, I should listen. Mm. And then never end up doing it because it's never at a time where I'm in the, like able to listen or in the mood to listen to a podcast. Yeah. I accosted them in Mooch once. <laughs> I was like, I love your podcast. And like, I love all the podcasts that come through because I'm yeah. so like head of speech love it you know stuff but um an enthusiastic but i think just because especially because they're northern and i'm northern i quite like the solidarity. Lot, solidarity i like the takes they have and stuff and a lot of it's quite like important i find but stuff you can relate to which yeah. Is nice. yeah so i did corner them and so i think i scared them i think i was like i was like <laughs> no it was after the egm and i was very slightly drunk um did you go to the egm it was my birthday Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? And me and Toby turned up with pints. Yeah, <laughs> you turned up like half an hour late with pints, and I just, you know what? I just sat there eating my birthday cake. Yeah, because I'd brought a cake, and then Georgia brought cake for me. Aww. But I brought a cake because I'd told him um, whose birthday it was. Tabitha's birthday as yeah. well, so I was like, I'll bring cake for both of us. Aww. So yeah, ended up with a lot of cake, and then we had a spare one. I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and eat that. <laughs> but yeah that was um and then after that it was the karaoke was on and i was like i love your podcast just you know shouting at them so i apologize formally to them actually yeah doing that. i'm glad we've got an official apology <laughs> that's what the podcast is here for for clearing up all those issues that you've had controversies this do you have any controversies you'd like to address yeah this is my youtube apology i'm just gonna start <laughs> sobbing <laughs> if only this was one of the uh, like on the video podcasts yeah i would love it if it was but mm. that is so much effort yeah like uh, we don't have the money for that kind of equipment and i'm not asking nstv no. although i am a member of nstv and they would let me <laughs> i'm not asking them i thought about setting up for some of the q and d recordings mm. but because i have a ring light Ooh. I didn't buy a ring light. I got given a ring so light. So you're an influencer. I am an influencer. <laughs> Do you not know my TikTok is mega famous? So 
I think you've done better than me and Joe. No, because you post consistently, whereas I gave up after like five. Yeah, I think we've done that many. I don't post them because Joe's not in them and I don't want it to be all my face. <laughs> I feel really bad. Final two questions. Mm-hmm. I'll ask them to you both at the same time. Yeah. And then you can answer whichever you want to do in whatever order. First one is your proudest achievement of your life so far. Other one is what you're looking forward to. Oh, that's that. You should have warned me about those ones because no, are they're more. F- those are ones that I I've learned. I don't like prepping people for. I like the off the cuff. Whatever mm. comes first to mind is um, currently. I want your first instinct. What are you currently feeling proud of? Doesn't matter if it changes day to day. Yeah, I think there's there's quite a lot of things I'm proud of. I think because <laughs> you've accomplished I'm so, so much. much no I think generally it's just like quite a nice I, I like reflecting and you know mm. being accountable and all of that no, rubbish as much as I'm joking um it is it is good to be proud of things you've done yeah. but I think today the, the answer that like sprung to my mind was probably like the relationship I have with my sister oh like I think quite a lot of what she does is my proudest achievement not because I've like done it or like yeah but I think just the person she is and stuff I'm just like incredibly proud of her all the time I don't tell her enough but oh that's very sweet what was the other question (laughs) what are you looking forward to um summer so I don't have to do my degree anymore fair yeah I think probably that I'm going on holiday um where are you going Catalonia in Greece lovely yeah lovely so that I think um what else I don't know I'm just looking forward to vibing, see what happens. You're looking forward to your degree being over, which I think is very fair and very relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so everyone listening, if your degree's almost over, you'll be fine, guys. <laughs> Get power through. Yeah. Maybe SR is next year as well. That I am maybe looking forward to. Mm. We'll see. I want to be nominated for everything and win everything. <laughs> Even categories where there's no reason for me to <laughs> obviously i will be um nominating myself as best producer for producer of that thursday show uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you, i plan all the content oh yeah you did tell us um i i felt like such a producer yesterday when your mics went on oh yeah and i went back uh, when i saw dom in the evening i was like dom dom i was a proper producer today and he was like what do you do <laughs> what did you do <laughs> And I was like, I told them the mics weren't working. Hmm. Did you fix it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you help. You um, and you, you know, contribute to online uh, the conversation because you true sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I listen. I'm your biggest listener. Yeah. I'm your best listener. <laughs> best. You're not our like most like you're not our number one fan. You're just the best one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not I'm number one because I love you the most. It's I'm number one because I'm just a great person. <laughs> So what we've actually learned from today, we've learned three things. It's what emails are for, <laughs> what different types of perfumes do, and how great Erin is. That's yeah, it. that's all you need to know. Anyway, thank you, Liv, for coming on. You're welcome. I'll make sure to shout out your your shows and etc. Thank in you. The end bit, but my many shows, so many. Yeah. Plans for more? No. Nope. Plans for podcast post uni? Plans for less. <laughs> <laughs> so fat. <laughs> no, I, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll keep going with Q&D. Thank you once again to Liv for coming on the podcast. Um, this was a really fun one to do. And editing it back, I was laughing out loud. 
If you want to hear more from Liv, you can listen to the Queerest and Dearest podcast wherever you get your podcasts, as well as follow their Instagram and TikTok account under the name Queerest and Dearest. And if you've enjoyed listening to my voice, make sure you check out our Instagram off air on your end to stay up to date with all the episodes coming out soon.